Welcome to Gain That Tune. <laughs> Did I? I think I made it way better. I was expecting you to turn it into a art lane. <laughs> yeah, not uh, not right off the bat. Oh yeah, everybody, it's game that tune back in the house once again. It's your boy John Harrington. It's your interrupting boy John Regan. Say hey. He speaks with his hands, people. Uh, we also got your boy David Fleming. Say hey. Hey! And it's your boy, Jesse Moore. Say hey! Hey! Hell yeah, fellas. This intro is uh, going fantastically well for uh, such a spectacular episode that, you know, I think I think we got a great thing coming up tonight. This is Game That Tune, uh, episode 150. Friends. Um, thank you. <laughs> uh, thank you, my friends, for joining us. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to listen to some video game tunes. Uh, we're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs, a little bit of trivia, goof off, have a lot of fun. Uh, the winner picks a theme for the next episode, plays some bonus tunes. And uh, the winner last week was me. And there, you know, there's no real point in discussing what the theme was going to be for this week. You know, we've been really slacking on themes lately. We've done, you know, food games, Blake Bortles games. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like the themes haven't been where we've uh, you know been excelling lately, and also when it's uh, when it's a milestone episode, a fantastic you know what's uh, what's the word for halfway through a century? Like uh, you know, I don't know, century and a half episode. It's a it's um, a great quintcade. Like yeah, Century sure. Quintcade <laughs> episode. Exactly. Man, I used to go um, down to the old Quintcade all the time and play Centipede. It was awesome. Yes, exactly. It's our Quinnipede episode. And, uh, <laughs> you know, when it's a special episode like that, there's only one choice, really. And the theme, it's got to be a free play. Oh, Game so that too. Free play. Chip, 
Johnny has questions that we're losing our grip. Alucard spell backwards is Dracula. It's an episode 150 spectacular. <laughs> some things I just can't refuse. It's time to play some awesome tunes. And Johnny's probably gonna lose. <laughs> Put your super crown on. Crocodile scrotum. It's a free play. A second verse would be too much. There's really rule 34 of the nine. It's a free play. It's a free play. Yes, it's a free play. <laughs> Calculating computer activated. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, show's over. He's already. You just uh, give the job. He wins. Yep. <laughs> We're glitching this bitch out. It's, you know, it's going to be really confusing from here on out, people. It's episode 150. It's a free play. We've got great tunes, uh, great fan requests tonight. I think we're just going to have a lot of fun. So, uh, Johnny, I say we just get it, uh, get it off the ground, man. What do we got? Game one.
Okay, so uh, this is the first game in the series to support uh, broadband online multiplayer. All right, gentlemen. You're causing mm. a scene. <laughs> All right, oh, wait, let's no, see some answers. Uh, John says Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, which is incorrect. Jesse says Sonic <laughs> R Online, which is incorrect. Wish David it says Eggman Origin, which is incorrect. This is Bomberman Online. Which is probably my oh, favorite yeah. Dreamcast game. That game's oh, sweet. Okay, yeah. Of course. Have you guys Johnny played Bomberman Online? Bomberman fan. <laughs> <laughs> I this <sighs> game is a blast. Pun very ah! intended. <laughs> this game is so fun with four players That's on better. you know a nice big TV playing the Bombermans. It's it's so good. Uh, have you, have any of you guys played this game? Yes. Um, Aww. I believe we have played it together, simply because it's the Bomberman on Dreamcast, so I'm sure we've played this together. So, yeah, Bomberman for Dreamcast, it's got cel-shaded graphics, it looks dope, it looks cartoony, it's great. Um, there, this introduced a few cool, uh, a few new things to the Bomberman series, I'm not that familiar with the rest of the series to know what is actually new and what's actually not. I just know it's amazing. Um, it's got all kinds of different modes you can play. Like there's a submarine mode where you drop bombs and they go underneath the stage and pop up on the other side and then you have about three seconds to get away from them. There's mm -hmm. a traditional, you know, battle mode, but some of the stages have gimmicks. 
and one of the stages is the hyper world which is the best stage because there's zero obstacles and everybody starts off with max power bombs and maximum number of bombs that you can drop at maximum speed and so each match lasts like three seconds because everyone just <laughs> all over the place and then pff, it's over <laughs> yeah, so they just take everything away that makes it like a strategy thing it's like you're drop some bombs and run around really fast just fucking like, go and, and pray yeah. and like like you know basically you run and you have to very very quickly look around and be like shit where are these bombs at now I don't even know and Jesus. maybe you live maybe you don't most times you don't that's that's, yeah, the, that's the story of Bomberman most of the time you don't live sounds like a good drinking game yeah mm, man yeah I you know I didn't even know there was a bomber. Like, the game's literally just called Bomberman Online. Yeah. Like, nope. And didn't the know that. And the online's been shut down since 2003 or so. Oh, man. <laughs> well, it's for the sake of Dreamcast. I mean, like, what do you expect? Yeah, John, what are we talking about here? Yeah. <laughs> that was very disappointing because, um, like in Bomberman 64, you can customize your Bomberman, but you can <gasps> only use the customized costumes in the online mode. Like Aww. that's weird. Yeah, yeah. It really pissed me off. Usually, it would be like the other way around or some crap like that, right? Yeah. Because you know that's I guess bizarre. It, Fuck, that's hmm. got my head in a pretzel. <laughs> that or maybe I, maybe I just never figured out how to do it. But I'm pretty sure you can't. You can only customize the barman online. Jeez, oh, man. And th there's whoa. a whole weird subculture with that. There was a group of players. Oh, whoa. <laughs> there's a group of players, a, uh, a, a clan, I think they call themselves. No, that they we can't all, use that word anymore. They would, they would all go yeah. to a match wearing elephant masks, and that was like their thing, was they all had the Please, elephant heads. John. What? Say bomber clan. <laughs> no, <laughs> I will not. <laughs> I will not give you that um, voice yeah. sample there, that sound bite. I, I get... I get weirded out any time we get into a discussion of a weird subculture relating to a very specific game, and this one, it's, it's right up there. Like, oh, the weird subculture of Bomberman Online elephant mask wearing clansmen. Like, yeah, that's... I, uh, well, that's, that's what I was saying. It's like, oh, this, this game has, like, a weird subculture. Oh, God. Where this group of people got together. Oh, God. And they all wore the elephant mask. Okay, that's not so bad. Like, yeah. All things considered, like, all right. Clan. That's <laughs> <laughs> like now if they only exclusively used white bomber and called themselves like the white clan, then we'd have a problem. Yeah, the white bomber movement wouldn't uh, that, oh. would, uh, that would not sit well with me. <laughs> oh God, yeah. So yeah, apparently I'm playing against Timothy McVeigh right now. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Johnny, give yeah. yourself a Mario 2 sound. I was going to nope. say, you're determined to, like, game 2 yourself. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't understand why this wouldn't be a game that they would re-release, like, every system on every system after this. Like, was was. This, like this Dreamcast John, Bomberman. Like, Bomberman is on every system ever. Yeah, but I mean, literally, like, you know, here's a nice-looking Bomberman online, cel-shaded graphics... You know, it's literally called Bomberman Online. Like, just, you know, this, I feel like, would have been ported forward to the GameCube, the Xbox, everything. I know every, everything got their own, you know, Bombermans. I don't know if they're online or not. I mean, you know, how long has it been since any of us really played a newer Bomberman game? This is oh, the one newest for me. Switch. <laughs> the one on Switch is pretty good. Right. You know, so... Does I know Tiger uh, Woods has a Bomberman character in it. Ooh... 
does want to switch have the hyper bomber rule because that I think was my favorite game mode. That I'm not sure, but it does have Simon Belmont as a bummer man. Oh my okay, god, that's pretty Whoa. good. That, yeah, that wins. Uh, wait, did Bomberman become a Konami thing? Kind of. Bomberman's. Yeah. I thought Bomberman was always a Konami thing. It was Hudson oh, no. Soft. Bomberman was, was Hudson, Hudson Soft, thing. and then Konami bought Hudson Soft. That's right. Okay, cool. That's what I was. Uh, I was uh, unclear on. That's cool. Yeah. So they should make like Bomberman Party featuring Konami. Uh, and just, uh, man, that's a, that's a deep well to go into. Like, the thing about the Ninja Turtles bombing up the Belmonts. Yeah. Uh, you know, because Konami totally owns the Ninja Turtles, that's Snake. the thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Snake, you know, planting those bombs. Up a Choking machine. out Bomberman. Yeah, I'm trying you to know. remember, because I know they added a bunch of Konami characters, because in yeah, Bomber, a- Super Bomberman R, you can play as, like, all the different Bombermen. Um, there's a board set like- in a pachinko machine, you know, snakes <laughs> slitting throats and shit. Uh, I feel like yeah. they... I'm trying to look up the list. Um, I know they added Simon Belmont. I know they added Vic Viper from Gradius. I'm pretty sure they added Snake. Like, Good. It's Very pretty good. damn ridiculous. Uh, and I know, I'm pretty sure they added Pyramid Head, too. <laughs> Bomber. Pyramid Head. Man. <laughs> Well, cool. But, While David's looking that up, <laughs> yeah, Johnny, anything else really to say on Bomberman Online? I'm surprised by this pick. I thought certainly for this episode you were going to go extra special obvious and go with some form of Sonic game. Is nope. Sonic in this game? No, he is not. See, that's a that's a damn shame. It's the Dreamcast Bomberman. They could have gotten him. Yeah, they could have done it. Yeah, he was he had, on the decline at that point. Nobody knew Sega's future was uncertain. I think <laughs> like, I think this came out and everybody knew everybody knew what Sega's future was. This came out in two thousand one, yeah. which is pretty late Dreamcast. Oh. Oh. Yeah, so they could have just like photoshopped <laughs> you know, Sonic in there at some point. And just, yeah, it's like, oh, cool. I love <laughs> that late Dreamcast is two years after its release. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. It progressed rapidly. Listen, David, <laughs> yeah. shooting stars don't last very long, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were at stage four Dreamcast by that point. There was no coming back from this. Um, anyway, John, anything else? On- <laughs> That's my new favorite thing. <laughs> Terminal Dreamcast. No, I'm, I'm ready to move on. Good. <laughs> Game two.
Do you even want trivia? <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested to hear what you have to say. God damn it. <laughs> I'm curious what the trivia is. It's uh, This game was remade for Game Boy Advance uh, to promote the sequel 36 years later. <laughs> <laughs> So get the hat trick uh, button ready. <laughs> All right. I say David with the Jungle Book, John with the Jungle Book, and Johnny with the Jungle Book. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Yeah. We you don't know say, if that was say, correct, yeah, John. You say that's right. That was correct. Sorry. I'm already bad at that. Yeah, it was implied. A... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, cool, man. I uh, I was really happy when that second song started playing. Cause that first song, I'm like, all right, yeah, it's just kind of some Genesis shit. And it's like, oh, it's this Genesis shit. <laughs> like, oh man, I forgot they even made a Jungle Book game. Um, you know, this uh, another Virgin game, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's. It's pretty. <laughs> right, exactly. Why? What was their deal, man? I'm trying to think. What's the oldest Disney movie they've made into a game at this point? Was it this? Like, this uh, uh, Jungle Book came out in the in this in like 1966. And it's, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, are we including like Kingdom Hearts because they featured Steamboat Willie? And well, yeah, that's obviously pretty not. <laughs> well, okay. Mickey Mania yeah. also features. Uh, Steamboat Willie. Yeah, I would, I would say probably like a Mickey game by default True. has to be like the oldest. Yeah, but I'm thinking just like specific, like you know, Disney, uh, Disney films. You know, Steamboat Willie being you know a short cartoon or whatever, and you know featured as part of it. They didn't just make here's Steamboat Willie the game. It's like you know, do they make? They, I don't think they made like a Snow White or a 101 Dalmatians or they you know, any have of that shit. made a 101 Dalmatians video game. No kidding. But I wonder if it yeah. was based on like the live action version as opposed yeah, you, to the uh, animated I, version. Mm, I don't God, think you get so. to kill Glenn Close. <laughs> Ooh, sold. Is, one, is that movie older than Jungle Book? I feel I think so. like it is. Yeah. It's uh, 1961 for 101 Dalmatians. Ooh. I think Jungle Book yeah. is 1963 Damn. or 67. I don't know. I know. If I remember, Jungle Book is the last Disney movie that Walt Disney was involved with. Because he died and like, not too long after that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Let us talk about King Louie. 
and uh, <laughs> you know how they, he wants to be like us. They they made a specific point to cast a white actor as King Louis because they knew it's like this is gonna read bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I feel like they did they approach Louis Armstrong with the role. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, okay, sorry, sorry, Louis. Don't mind us. <laughs> but. So, but I- Anyway, <laughs> I think the oldest movie that got a video game was probably Fantasia. Did get a video game on the Sega Genesis? Uh, Fantasia really? from like 1940. A, yeah, Fantasia's. Wow. Yeah. wow, I didn't. Re- I want to play the Fantasia game. Oh, like, it can't don't. possibly be good, but <laughs> I want to play it. It's so when fucking bad. When did Pinocchio bad. come out? Uh, ni- oh, also true. 1940. Oh, I was gonna say Pinocchio was like their game. Second okay. or third release. That would yeah. get older. Pinocchio's older than Fantasia by a couple months. Oh wow. Mm. That game anyway. is fucking boring. <laughs> um but the Jungle Book game, so you know, I never played this one, but uh you know, seems like it's got the potential for fun. Uh you I assume get to play as Mowgli, and I assume you have animal friends, some animal enemies. You assume wrong. You know, <laughs> Oh no! You're on, a, you're, on a, you're on a spaceship. And, uh, Son of a bitch! <laughs> oh my god, Kirk the Jungle Book in space sounds it's, dope. It's basically just Echo the Dolphin. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> Jungle Book times a time. Um, yeah. I'd play the uh, fuck out of that. Unbelievable. But, uh, yeah, I, I could see it, you know, this is without the, you know, knowledge of what the actual game is. I could see this taking on, like, a Donkey Kong Country kind of vibe. You're Mowgli, you're, you know, exploring jungles, you're riding animals and shit. But I'm betting it's not that, is it? Not, like, um, there is a lot of exploring. You can climb a lot of stuff. Uh, you can, uh, throw bananas at people. Um, well, not people, but other animals. There's, like, a bunch of cars that try to attack you. There's a bunch of, like, apes that attack you, too. I didn't play a whole, whole lot of it, because uh, I figured for the free play, since we just got back from Disney, I would pick a Disney game. Oh, and no, I that's played, nice. And I played a bunch of Disney games, and, and like, there's some clunkers out there. <laughs> Oh, so is this one of the clunkers then? Yeah, it seemed... it's, this was no. one of the better games. This that is I when they okay. started getting good. That's cool. Like, but one thing was sure they all were pretty. That's for like the sprites were great. Like if if nothing else, the the game looked good. <laughs> Yeah, I remember back in the day, uh, you know, I had the Super Nintendo, my buddy Alex had the Genesis, and so we each had opposing Aladdins, and for a brief period, I was jealous of him because he had the Genesis Aladdin, and, you know, it just looks so much better than the SNES Aladdin. And then I realized the SNES Aladdin played better than the Genesis Aladdin. (laughs) It's like, okay, well, I'm gonna have fun playing my game. His game's frustrating, but uh, but it looks nice. So you know that that's all well and good. I'll play when I'm at his house. But in the meantime, I'm gonna collect collect every one of these fucking red jewels in this dope ass platformer. Um, so yeah, it, it's a it's a trade off. But yeah, I, I like those uh, I like those Genesis uh, Disney games. That you know they uh, they were doing a good job there for a while. And so you throw bananas as Mowgli. I mean, like yes, it, you know, wouldn't you think that his weapon would be fire? You know, that's that's the but whole point. He even tells Louie he doesn't know how to make fire. But the thing they desire is man's red fire. And he's <laughs> it's the like, perfect I don't know way what to kill all the about. animals. I could see. I could imagine like throwing a banana or a banana peel as like a standard attack. But then you pick up a torch as like a power up. 
Like, yeah. I could see that. Exactly. But I don't think that his default ability <laughs> should be make fire, because he doesn't make fire. Yeah, but, you yeah. know, still, it'd be pretty cool to burn down the jungle as just, like, uh, like a <laughs> scorched earth move on the last thing. It's like, how do I know he's Shere Khan? Oh, you gotta burn he down had, the whole jungle. The, the final yeah, level is you no... running away from all the mistakes you've just made. <laughs> but then there's no game, because it's like, you know, level one, I burn the jungle down. All right, game over, you win. Like, yeah. where do you progress from there? I don't think you exactly. win when you do that move. I think that's the idea. So, yeah, because you know what happens. Smokey the Bear shows up and eats your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 150, back. and we're making callbacks. Yeah. That's about Finally. time. <laughs> yeah, set him up, knock him down. It's only taken 149 episodes to get enough material to reference. So, um, do you only... Yeah, I have a question. Do you only get to play as Mowgli? Basically, like... I'm at, not sure. I was going to mm. say, like, at any point, do you get to beat Baloo? That would be amazing. I would love any game you get to play Baloo. Yeah. It'd be great. He has, like, you know, tank controls. He's just, you know, a giant bear. I think it'd be, uh, I think it'd be a lot of fun. I assume he's, like, a tank that shoots coconuts, but he's Baloo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Why wouldn't I, he be? Because <laughs> I kind of feel like I, I have never played this game, but already I'm imagining, like, a better version of this game where it's, like, a puzzle platformer where you can alternate between, like, Mowgli and Baloo, and, like, they each have different abilities, so you have to swap between them to get through the levels. Yeah. And you can That's also, you know, for a third friend, you gotta have Bagheera in there, man. You know, my man Baggy. That guy's cool. So, really, I guess we just need to make a Jungle Book Disney RPG where you get a party oh of all of God. your characters. Dude. And then eventually, I'm, I'm like, you it. can recruit King Louie. Like, mm hmm. It'd be pretty good, man. Like a, a puzzle-based jungle book platformer, like like those fucking like trine games or something, where you got to play together <laughs> as like uh, Mowgli and Baloo and King Louie and fucking Bagheera. That sounds dope. <laughs> um, Would it be good? Clearly, that's not what this game is. But no. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I think it sounds perfect for Switch, but uh, you know, it's uh, we'll never know because it seems like they don't re-release these virgin games. Like, does Disney have these locked up in the Disney Vault or? Like, are they just in release limbo? Like, I feel like I've never seen official re-releases of, like, any of these. Uh, of the games? I don't think so, no. Right, like, you know, has, like, the Genesis Aladdin come out for anything else since back in the day? Like, kinda, no. so... feel like feel you, like they're, like, locked in the 90s. Yeah, I think you can actually go buy the DOS version of Aladdin on GOG, which is very similar to the Genesis version. It's not quite the same, but it's made by the same people. Mm -hmm. uh, so, like, kind of, sort of, it's been re-released, but not the real true blue Genesis version with, like, real Genesis sound and all that. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Just hearing the DOS version of Aladdin, I've never been less interested in anything <laughs> in my entire yeah. life. I clicked yeah, thank some you, Johnny. I watched some clickbait YouTube video the other day of like kids play Genesis Aladdin, and I immediately recognized like, no, this is the fucking DOS version that they're playing. Yeah. Get the shit out <laughs> <Whoa>. of here! <laughs> Fuck those kids. These guys are annoying. Like whoever made this video is an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> did anyway. You yeah. No. Oh. Did you did you like, rate, and subscribe or whatever? <laughs> no. <laughs> did you smash that like button? <laughs> Don't forget to smash that like button. <laughs> oh, God. That's the. Uh, I'm so glad that we don't usually fall into those uh, YouTube and podcast traps like that. Anyway, um, Jesse, anything else on the Jungle Book? 
uh, you know, I feel like this uh, this guy, this game has potential. I think we just need to see a re-release, man. I, you know, I want to play. Uh, well, maybe I want to play the made-up version we've been talking about. I'm not sure yeah. if I want to play the real version. I, say, I feel like there should be a re-release, but we should be put in charge of it so we can make a brand new game. Yeah, we all like the Jungle Book well enough. And I mean, I was reading the wiki page and it's like, you know, Mowgli could get, you know, boomerang bananas. It's like, no, 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 man. The Jungle Book ain't no fucking cartoon. There's not boomerang <laughs> bananas. Or, it's you know, literally like a that. cartoon. <laughs> not the new it's one. It's an animated film. It so, adheres, you know, to some reality, man. You can't throw a fucking banana and have a boomerang back. You know, you you use the animals. You don't use magical bananas, you know. So I think pitch. we understand the heart of the Jungle Book better than they did. So, Jesse... A pitch for... Oh, go ahead, John. You're saying this came out to promote that live-action sequel movie that came out in the 90s? Is that oh. what this is for? This no. was for 2003's Jungle Book 2. Wait, no, yeah. I can't made by, like, From Disney's Australia dark Street. period of shitty, awful animated sequels. Yes. That is a... Hmm. It's a real thing. It's so a thing I that nobody like... fucking cared about, but it's the thing. <laughs> I feel like for the our uh, Jungle Book RPG, it should be the the in between between Jungle Book and Tailspin that explains what happened. Yes, exactly. What? How do how do the animals gain access to man's technology and uh, well, become a like a <laughs> new culture, a new go. civilization of seafaring uh, bartering? Well, you know, it the, starts like with monsters. It starts with man, man's red fire, and then it just snowballs from there. The thing they desired was man's red fire, and, and Louie bought the Coco Bongo Club. Now they have a, a bar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No pants sweet for anybody. Hat. <laughs> oh god! Now Plane? I'm just imagining like a giant multi-phase boss fight against Don Carnage, like in his airship. Like we need to make this a thing. I they think we will. Mowgli with a little a bear cub kit. Ugh. That would okay. Now we can't get into how weird it would be if they had made Tailspin and just had one human character and it was Mowgli. <laughs> like uh, Johnny, let's keep it going. We'll see you on the post show, folks. Game
All right. So the developers of this game were actually sued by Pixar Animation Studios for allegedly copying their uh, vehicle design from Pixar's short Red's Dream. Pixar won the case. Uh, so as a result, this game was forced to be pulled from the shelves after selling uh, 300,000 units. Right. Let's see some answers. I got my finger on the hat trick. Everybody says Uniracers. Everybody is correct. This is Uniracers for the Super Nintendo. This is our fan request for the week from Damian Beckles, a super fan. He is a super fan tier producer, right? Give him a my man. Uh, oh man! Yeah, there we go. <laughs> That's dope. Um, man, this game—what a game! <laughs> it's a pretty straightforward game. I want to talk game. for a second about that lawsuit. Like, fuck Pixar. Yeah, that's insane. So they made a short about a unicycle, and then they decided they would sue the makers of a game about a unicycle. It's it's not a character. It's not like it's got a face or something. It's a fucking unicycle. It's a unicycle. Like, they sued Rockstar over a unicycle. Yes. By the way, this yeah, game was made by at the time DMA Design or whatever they were that's called. That's the next point that needs to be talked about <laughs> is that this was made in partnership between Nintendo and Rockstar Games. Wow. <laughs> a match made in heaven. Like you know, see. I think about sometimes the alternate universes in which Nintendo somehow like kept these uh, these relationships good. Like 
they hadn't burned their bridge with Sony and made Sony release the PlayStation. It could have been like the Super Nintendo CD. If they could have somehow kept Rockstar as like a close, uh, like you know, development partner, like could we have ever gotten a Grand Theft Auto on a Nintendo system? I don't know. Grand Theft Mario. Oh man, uh, or just yeah. We, <laughs> All we Grand got- Theft Auto games would be actual sequels to Space Station Silicon Valley. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, we, we got a Grand Theft Auto on a Nintendo system. It was Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars on DS, and it was pretty fucking great. Yeah, exactly. And it was exactly like the rest of the Grand Theft Auto games in uh, theme and gameplay. And, uh, you know, yeah, it, you know, it's uh, it's definitely a uh, you know true and fantastic entry in the Grand Theft Auto series. Um yeah, it, you know, I just it's just something I think about. It'd be you know a lot of fun if Nintendo had kept these guys as uh, like a close bedfellow because uh, I've been waiting for a while for you know a uh, actual Grand Theft Auto show up in a Nintendo system. You know the Scarface game on Wii didn't cut it. Lego City Undercover didn't cut it. <laughs> like, but uh, can we get anyway. Lego Grand Theft Auto? I mean, I know that's yeah. what Lego City Undercover was, but like you rip people apart. And like little pixelated like red studs fly out. Oh yeah, no, it's it's murderous. You know, it's surprisingly deep and uh, disgusting. Um, you know, and don't look into that at all. But anyway, so Uniracers, <laughs> um, man, this game. You know, Johnny, I fig- I figure you should have strong opinions on this. They basically <laughs> made this as a big fuck you to Sega, right? Uh, so you could um. If you when you go to enter your name, if you put in Sonic or Sega, you got told not cool enough, and you had to go put in a new name. <laughs> really? That's got so like weird and dumb. Like, <laughs> yeah, know. yeah, it's dumb. Uh, no, the whole idea of this game was that like uh, Sega was out there making you know those dope ass Sonic games, and everybody's like, yeah, Nintendo's you know they got games too, but they're not fast like Sonic games. And Nintendo's like, we can make fast. You want fast? I'll show you fast. Here it is. Spot out. It's a unicycle on a fast <laughs> side-scrolling racetrack. What do you think about that? And it's like, yeah, I don't know, man. That's that's, that's it's fine. A unicycle. I guess. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It's not a hedgehog. It's a unicycle. <laughs> like, I remember it's pretty here. fun. I, it is fun. I remember you could do backflips and twists and get extra bonus points and things like that. That's about all I remember this game, though. <laughs> like, I remember writing it <laughs> once to be like, do, 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 okay, neat, never again. <laughs> yeah, no, that's all this game was. Now, see, S- uh, Sega could have learned a thing or two, because if Sonic then started doing, like, some sick-ass twists and flips for, like, bonus points, you know, then, uh, then you really got the 90s just distilled into its perfect form. But, uh... Uh, yeah, as it was, Uniracers, yeah, man, uh, what a fucking bizarre game. So, uh, did we all play it at some point? I'm thinking David probably played it the most. Um, so, I have not played this game, but when Johnny gave the trivia, I was like, wait, Red Stream, that's the Pixar short about the unicycle. There's, I was like, wait a minute, there's a game about unicycles, isn't there? And that's how I got the answer right. It's like, I know, the only thing I know about this game is that it's a racing game involving unicycles. I don't know anything else. That's all you need to know, David. It's a side-scrolling racing game, which is a very bizarre thing. So if you want to do two players, it's a split-screen thing, because the camera doesn't pan or anything like that or zoom out, despite the fact that SNES could do, like, sprite scaling. 
Uh, it doesn't do that. And yeah, it's just a fast side-scrolling racing game. There's uh, race mode and like tr and uh, stunt mode. You you know in stunt mode you earn points by doing tricks. In race mode you gain boosts by doing tricks. And uh, it's like okay, yeah, this game's fast and cool like Sonic, but it also looks like shit. <laughs> like it's uh, it's pretty fucking basic. <laughs> like, do you think it needs to be remade? possibly into an RPG? Yes, that's what I was thinking, honestly. <laughs> like, you know, it needs, one, some, you know, some nice new backgrounds. I just need some new artwork. But then, two, yeah, you need stat boosts on these unicycles. Like, you need swappable wheels, different pedals, uh, seats with faces, maybe anime haircuts. And uh, it needs a story mode, quite oh. frankly. I need to know why these unicycles are racing no, each other. Battle there's Royale mode. A Super there's Saiyan no unicycle. <laughs> would, would you say that Uniracer's adventures would be perfect on Switch? Yeah, yeah I don't know, man, honestly. Is that the first time we've ever had a game not be perfect on Switch? <laughs> uh, frankly, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it is bizarre that it's like, alright, yeah, here's a racing game and you're a unicycle, like, are you anything riding a unicycle? No. You're just the unicycle. Like, you know, you could have really added some pizzazz to this with, like, a couple of clowns. Or, like, Does you know, the unicycle like, have a face? Nope. Exactly. No. You know, which, again, that's so bizarre that Pixar could sue them successfully. That makes no sense. It's like, yeah, we have a CGI unicycle for this movie. It's like, all right, cool. This game that we made about a unicycle doesn't have anything to do with that. It's like, yeah, I think it does, though. <laughs> like, you sued. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any female employees? I'd like to give them a hug. Um, oh. Yes. Yeah, you know, those Lasseter days, baby. <laughs> Fuck wow. John Lasseter. Oh, okay. Um, I was going to say, is that a John Lasseter <laughs> reference or a Joe Biden reference? Um, it can be I, both. Yeah. I didn't know Joe Biden worked at Pixar. <laughs> That's the Joe Biden sound. <laughs> so can we please pick Colossus, the official Joe Biden sound? Yeah, if he ever comes up again. Sure. He will I'm now. Sure he will. I'm sure he'll come Next up when we bring Joe back Biden the Purdcast. Oh, God. Yes. Oh, yeah. God, we Perd need the Purdcast back. Um, Johnny, you know, anything else really on uh, on Uniracers? This, uh, this dope and fantastic game with a fantastic soundtrack and those... Awesome, extreme SNES uh, fast-moving unicycles. <laughs> yeah, I remember having a lot of fun in two-player mode, um, but that's that's about all I remember. Is writing it one weekend, having a pretty good time with it, being like, yeah, I'll go play some other games. You know what they should have done? They should have somehow changed the designs and uh, you know made the uh, unicycles have two wheels and you know release a sequel with Pixar's blessing that way it didn't look like their unicycle a two-wheeled <laughs> unicycle sequel's name two neracers <laughs> okay Could you have a uh, one uh, one john that should just that sequel should just be called bicycles because <laughs> that's Shut what you just described <laughs> I was going to say cuz then they get sued by Nintendo because it's an excite bike clone <laughs> they could have called it bi racers <laughs> Game four.
All right, so this game has 26 different endings. 27 if you count the DLC.
you guys feeling? Pretty good. Pretty good. Good. Let's see some answers on this one. I'm expecting 26 different answers. Oh wait, no, everybody says the same answer. It's Nier Automata and they're all correct. Man, we're just racking up hat tricks tonight. Yeah, man. I love it. Uh, and uh, speaking of things I love, Near Automata. Uh, this soundtrack, man. It's uh, it's a pretty good soundtrack, man. Uh, this game, though, I did not get very far in. <laughs> it's <laughs> you didn't uh, get all twenty-seven endings. God. Damn it, no. I, you know, so that's the thing. If anybody was expecting a deep dive on all 27 endings of Nier Automata right now, it's not happening. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, what an utterly confusing game. Uh, I'm guessing that if anybody here played it, it was David. PlayStation 4 owner that he. No, wait, Jesse, did you play any of Nier Automata? <laughs> No, I never got it. I, oh, I wanted shucks. to. I was going to say, this seems like the type of game I would play if I had a PlayStation 4. Right. I mean, it's uh, a Platinum Games hack and slash starring like a female cyborg with an eye patch. That's pretty up my alley. <laughs> exactly. Uh, have they been reading David's dream journal? Possibly. Um... Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool, man. It's uh, it's tough to describe because it's not just a hack and slash. It's also got a bunch of like shooty sections, um, <laughs> like uh, where you're like piloting like mech things, and so it's got like a little like uh, um, God, what's the word I'm looking like top down shooter, Radical? like uh, like yeah. a shmup. Yes, I mean, obviously, but like, you know, you're flying things, it's like a top-down shooter, like, you know, for lack of a better reference point in my awful brain, Galaga, but, uh, <laughs> you know, you can move freely and, like, kind of move around the screen, so it's got a little top-down shooter, then it'll change from that and become more like a Star Fox kind of thing, where you're fighting a big boss, and, uh, you know, and then there's all the on-the-ground stuff where it's, uh, hacky-slashy. Uh, you know, platinum games action, and you know the gameplay, man. It's it's pretty flashy. It's pretty fun. Like it, you know, you're playing as two B, uh, sexy, uh, you know, android woman that she is. You also play as nine S, who's uh, the dude. And uh, I don't, you know, how spoilery should I be with this? Like, because eventually you play as another android as well. Uh, how long know, has the game uh, been out now? A couple years. Yeah, you're fine. I don't think it's too much of a spoiler to say that you also play as A2. Uh, we all know who A2 is. <laughs> you know? So sorry for that, you know, spoiling that twist. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's so hard to talk about this game, at, like, in the abstract, because it's, uh, you know, it's set in the future. And actually, yeah, so the Nier series, the Nier Drakengard, all that crazy shit series, this continues that tradition richly. We previously talked about Nier and how it's uh, like a weird RPG sequel to one of the endings of the Drakengard games. And this is a sequel to one of the endings of Nier, uh, set in the distant future of like the year 5000 or something. And, uh,. You know, humanity had to escape Earth because there was an alien invasion. 
Um, some aliens invaded. They, you know, they brought like a machine force. So there's robots that are fighting on behalf of the aliens, and the man, you know, mankind had to flee to the moon. And they established Yorha, which is the fighting force of androids to help them sway the battle for, you know, for the Earth, so that they can eventually return from the moon. And uh, you know, the whole thing it becomes, you know, this prolonged thing, and. Uh-huh. It's dope, man. That's the thing. And the androids, you know, they uh, they start kind of questioning, you know, they, you know, it feels like we've been fighting a kind of long time. Like, you know, uh, are we uh, we gaining our humanity here or what? And then, you know, same question for the machines. The machines are all gaining, like, a consciousness and uh, kind of forming a society. It's like pa- you run into, like, pacifist machines down there that, you know, they're, like, just imitating human actions and, like, rocking babies and, cr- like, cradles and shit and, like, waving white flags. And you can still kind of slash them anyway. It's kind of fucked up. <laughs> I have heard that this game gets weirdly existential. Oh, yeah, it does. Like, <laughs> it's... Does I mean, it it's, a, it's a Platinum Games game, so, you know, like bullet hell shooting action like hack and slash but then like there are moments that make you just go like oh god yeah. what am i doing uh, and like early on you know there was the uh, the moment where shit really got real for me because it's like it, it's a weird game right off the bat like like i said you got one of those shooty sections and you have to fight this giant robot that's like made out of like an old oil rig or something but it's got like a skull face and then like you know all these other goliaths close in on you and like it you know Seems like you get destroyed, but then you wake up near the moon base and you go back. It's like, okay, so this is going to be one of those weird things where, like, shit goes down, you wake up, <laughs> and just, like, go back to work, as, you know, as an android soldier would do. Um, but there's, like, this thing where you're, you know, going to find these robots and one of them's running away from you and they lead you to this big thing. And it's like, oh, Jesus, there's robots all over the place. And then the robots form this big, weird fucking thing and birth what appears to be a human. And it's just like, okay, yeah, this game's getting weird. (laughs) Like, (laughs) these robots that all look like trash cans just spit out a sexy anime character. Shit, Um, I I would have bought a PS4 if I knew that. Dude, this game's cool. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Um, and yeah, and then yeah, then it turns out shit gets even weirder than that. So it's uh, it's cool, man. It's I just yeah, I haven't gotten very far in it. I, I you know, I don't remember what happened exactly, but I, I lost. Not lo- I didn't lose interest in. It. I was actually really into it. I think I got lost. Like I couldn't find the icon for the next mission on my map, and so I went and played something else. And as seems to be the case with so many games these days on like modern systems, uh, if I come back to it, I've kind of forgotten how to play it. Like it's pretty straightforward, but also there's a lot of mechanics going on in this game. Like it's the same reason I never finished Final Fantasy 15. I kind of lost the combat flow. Mm. I'm like, wait a minute, what am I? Oh, I'm getting my ass kicked. This sucks. Oh shit! I I gotta relearn the game, and I don't feel like playing the tutorials again. I'm gonna go play Smash Brothers or Rocket League. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's how uh, modern gaming works now. What's up, Guitar um, Hero, old friend? Yeah, <laughs> uh, the old standbys. But uh, yeah, man, this this game is really cool, and it it's just it gets fucking tripped out, you know, pretty uh pretty quickly, like. Uh, shit starts going crazy. There's, you know, there's obviously viruses and things that get inside and infect people and affect your fucking, distort your reality and 
I, yeah, I like it though because at at all times it's not just like getting bogged down with like uh like cutscenes or whatever like Metal Gear might. It, you know, it's still a video game pretty much throughout, and it makes it very clear that it's playing with like video game you know rules. Like you know, in spite of everything, there's not a whole lot of long drawn out protracted cutscenes. There you're talking and fighting you know in a at the same time. So like it, it keeps the pace up. You don't really get dragged down like uh, like you tend to with some of these things, and you know, it's it's super cool. I, you know, I'm still tiptoeing around whether or not I want to like spoil some of this other stuff because yeah, it just starts getting into like the nature of war and you know, uh, like God. I said, like robots gaining consciousness and it's you know, heavy. desiring death. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's some opening monologue I can't remember exactly, but it's like you know. Uh, like, it's 2B ruminating on God, and it's like, you know, I, I wondered, like, you know, who put my consciousness in this form, and, you know, blah, blah, and would I ever, you know, would I ever get the chance to kill that God? I'm like, all right, <laughs> yeah, this, <laughs> like, you're mad at God for making you exist. Cool. We've <laughs> all been there. This is a good start. <laughs> exactly. Like, I was say, isn't like, that all our missions in life is to ultimately um, be able to kill a god? Be able to spit like, in the face of like god. a Japanese RPG to me. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's like, I wonder if I'll get a chance to kill that god. Well, based on what I know of other platinum games, yes, you yeah. will get that chance. <laughs> in all likelihood, yes. <laughs> But uh, I think actually in this one it might not be. I think this might not really get to uh, you know probably don't get the stage where you get to kill God. It probably ends more on like a rumination of why I was made to exist in the first place. That kind of thing. But uh, yeah, it's cool. The soundtrack's fucking fantastic. Um, it's uh, it's worth a pickup of an entire PlayStation Four. John, I'd like you to go to Target right now. Uh, go buy a PlayStation 4 near Automata. I expect a uh, walkthrough video, at least of like the first few hours of this, completed by the weekend. You're not busy with anything else, are you? No, no problem. I'll head out right now. Thanks. <laughs> wow. I was expecting game five. <laughs> what a good walk cycle, John. <laughs> that was pretty great. I can't believe he didn't actually leave. I really thought he was gone. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, uh, it's a great game. It's a great soundtrack. I've been meaning to use it on the show, uh, but again, I just didn't get far enough in it. And then I saw the Discord today. Like somebody was like, "Hey, I'd like Nero Automata in the you know the GTT radio stream." I'm like, "Maybe it's time." And then I think three other people were like, "I second that." Third that. I'm like, "Okay, it is time." <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> kind of my game. Also kind of a request. So uh, you know, this is for everybody who was asking for this. This will eventually turn up in GTT Radio. You know, maybe not tonight, but uh, you know, sometime pretty soon. And uh, yeah, enjoy those fantastic tunes. And I gotta go back and work on getting uh, you know those uh, those 26 endings. Jesus Christ, this game. It's so uh, you know when you say like, oh, it's got some trippy shit, and you gotta play it a few times. Like, all right, cool. And then it's like it's actually got 26 endings. I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a bit much. But I really you know. hope that one of the endings is like a ridiculous joke, bizarre ending. Like oh, there was sure. um, God, I I want to say it was like a Dreamcast game, maybe. Uh, I want to say it was one of the Silent Hills, like a weird survival horror like <laughs> game, <laughs> and that had multiple endings. And one of them, like fucking aliens beamed down to like talk nice. to you and all that. Like I want an ending like that, just a ridiculous yeah, yeah. bullshit ending. 
And see, I know there are a couple of things that you can do for like quick endings. Like there's literally a thing like you can go into your menu and there's like a memory chip that's always equipped to you and you can unequip it and it makes the robot oh, yeah. shut down. And it's just like, you know, removing the memory chip disables the android and that's like ending, you know, E. It's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Game's <Nice>. over. <laughs> and then there's another one. Uh, we previously, I think, used near for our fishing episode because you can go fishing in this game. And if you catch a fish and then eat it, it causes your character to die, and that's one of the endings. Because <laughs> apparently androids should need fish. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm like... It's like, um... Uh, brief tangent. I think, um... One of the Golden Sun games, like, you can go up to the villain, and they'll ask, like, if you want to try to stop them. And if you say no, like, the world ends there, and it's just the game ends, like, an hour into it. Love that. I appreciate yeah. shit like yeah. that. You know, this reminds me a lot of, uh, there was that Adult Swim Flash game called Don't Shit Your Pants, uh, that had a lot of different endings. Very similar, oh, I think. Oh, Don't Shit I Your Pants a lot is of... classic. Yeah. Thanks, John. That's the note I definitely wanted to go out on, so <laughs> let's all go check out the Adult Swim Flash game, Don't Shit Your Pants. Uh, and what I will go- What was that called again? <laughs> it was called Near Automata. <laughs> And I will go play Nier Automata for at least one of these endings. I'm assuming none of which involves shitting your pants, because the characters don't even wear pants. So there. Um, Johnny, don't bring that up again, and let's move on. <laughs> Game 5.
All right, so uh, the developers announced this game on April 1st, 2009. The very next day, they released a statement confirming that it's an actual game and it was not an April Fool's joke.
right, who's got some guesses slash answers? I didn't realize they announced this game that far back. <laughs> All right, so um, <laughs> John Harrington says Donut County. Sadly, incorrect. John Regan says Dynasty Warriors, which I wish was correct. <laughs> Jesse Moore has the correct answer of Splosion Man. I I want to know, John. Please, based on everything that you know about the Dynasty Warrior series, a hack and slash based upon Japanese history. Or excuse me, Chinese, Chinese history. What game would have a song about donuts? Let's just talk about your game, David. <laughs> Indeed. Why does Explosion Man have a song about donuts? So, um, Explosion Man is—it's a weird game, and it has a very like quirky, oddball, random sense of humor. Um. So, in every, like, level, you have to find a cake, and I know that uh, there was a, a section, it's been a while since I've played it, there's a section where, like, you find a donut, and it plays that song, and I know that you can pick up scientists to be, like, a shield against lasers. Again, it's a weird game. And mm -hmm. when you pick up a particularly fat guy, I know it plays the donut song. Right. So, am I the only one who has played Explosion Man? Jesse, you what? got this right. Have you played this? No, I have not played this. This seems like a Johnny kind of game. What system was this one on? So, originally this was released on Xbox Live Arcade. Um, and it's interesting because Explosion Man has never been re-released, at least as far as I know. But they made a sequel called Misplosion Man. Um, and from what I'm to understand, Microsoft still owns, like, the rights to the original, but Twisted Pixel, the developer, owns the rights to the sequel. So Misplosion Man has been on Steam. They just ported it to Switch. Like, that game they're allowed to re-release, but the original is still kind of under, like, lock and key. Okay. I suddenly don't feel so bad about having not played it. I thought maybe it was available on Steam or something like that. But, uh, no, if it's locked into the Xbox Live Arcade, then, uh, I can be forgiven for having not played it. Yeah, sounds like um, another Scott Pilgrim scenario here. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. And Which... I'm sure it will always be available and we'll never have any problem accessing it. Say, <laughs> uh, that's the problem with digital downloads, but that's a can of worms that we're not going to open. It's also um, the problem with just, you know, literally console-specific digital downloads. Like, yeah. we just lost all the Wii shop. Like, the Wii, WiiWare's gone. <laughs> I'll say the Xbox ones... Live Arcade be oh, far behind. So far, <laughs> as far as digital downloads goes, um, uh, you know, Google Play, iTunes, and Steam are both great about, like, if you buy something, even if they pull it, you still have it forever. Like, maybe other people can't get it, but at least you still do. The other consoles have not been like that. Once they're gone, they're just gone, and that's it. It sucks. That's, I mean, that's why, like, I, I sometimes I'm thinking, like, I don't need all these consoles. I should sell them. I will never sell my Xbox 360, because that's literally the only way I can play Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. But we're yeah. not discussing that. We're discussing Explosion Man, and... It's only playable on your Xbox 360. <laughs> True. Explosion Man is pretty damn fun. So it's a 2D platformer, um, and what's interesting is you play the titular Explosion Man, 
who has the ability to explode. And <laughs> you can explode three times, and that's kind of your attack and also your jump. Oh, I'll and- say. Oh, God damn it. Um, I can usually only explode once before I need to take a break. <laughs> yeah, I need a nap yeah. afterwards. <laughs> Sometimes I explode or- three or four times a day if I'm just by myself, though. Yeah. We're never done exploding, David. <laughs> <laughs> so it's your your form of jump. Um, so you can use that to, like, wall jump, and it's it's basically a, a 2D platformer. It adds a lot of puzzle elements, too. Um, so you have your multi-jump ability. You can use it to wall jump, and then once you have your three explodes, you have to kind of, like, recharge. The whole game is based around, like, ex- I'm listening to John's face. <laughs> Are we what? all just 13 years old? God I, damn. On this, Four- I was keen on the discussion. I didn't say anything. 14, David, please. <laughs> so, yeah. You have explo- to recharge. Your explosion is like your jumping mechanic and also your attack. Because you can mm-hmm. go through and you can kill the scientists. You're... I'm just gonna like cover John's face on the what? screen. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> Don't react to me. You're too into it, John. That's the problem. <laughs> so I, it's like I a, really it's like, like a 2D. This game. It sounds great. It's like a 2D puzzle platformer, and it's a lot of fun. Um, it has a weird, quirky sense of humor. When you kill any of the scientists and they explode, you, instead of turning into like blood and guts or whatever, they turn into just like chops of meat, like. Hmm. Legs of ham, T-bone steaks, that kind of thing. Like it's a little very more, little more combat odd game. style. A lot of a lot of rib cages. <laughs> yeah, um, and it just has that like offbeat, random sense of humor. And I remember this game coming out because this was one of those games. I know the Xbox 360 launched in 2005, I believe, and this game came out in 2009. But, like, the Xbox Live, it was mostly like, oh, fuck, yeah, we can play Halo online and nothing else matters. But then the arcade came out and they're like, slowly there were these drip of games. Like, wait a minute, like, as a console gamer, primarily, like, that's when I started to discover the indie scene. Like, wait a minute, these smaller games are fucking awesome. And, yeah, yeah, Splosion Man, like, it was one of those games that just sort of came out of nowhere. And then I picked it up, I was like, wait a minute... This is a lot of fun. Maybe I don't have to spend $60 on a game. I can just spend like 20 or 15 on a really enjoyable smaller experience. Yeah, it can, you know, it's games like this that kind of change your perception about like, you know, what's uh, what's really worth playing on a console cuz you know, it used to be that way. <laughs> like I want $60 games every time and it's like, wait, no, I, you know, I can just like quickly download like a you know, five, ten, fifteen, twenty dollar game. That's uh, that is also desirable because they're putting some work into these. I feel like IGN was pushing this one hard. Like, uh, you know, I, I read IGN back in the day, ten years ago or whatever, and you know, once. And uh, I feel like they really liked this game and were pushing it like you know for like their game of the year discussion. I'm like, yeah, it's probably good. Like, but it's just a it's a fun new like side scrolling platformer. Who needs that? I've got the new Super Mario Brothers series for my fun side scrolling platformers. Like, yeah, it's yeah. There's another reason I didn't feel super compelled to like grab an Xbox 360 and play this on live arcade. It's like. 
this was the time that everybody rediscovered that you could make super fun 2D platformers <laughs> and, uh, you know, really, uh, really push it a little bit with that. So, you know, I'm glad it's out. I'm glad it's the thing. It really should be on more things, you know, because that's, in my mind, when you said Explosion Man, I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy. And then I'm like, wait, that hasn't been a guy for, like, ten years. Like, that's not a thing that continued. <laughs> like, I feel I like mean, Super Meat Boy, they made a bunch of sequels, or at least a few, and Explosion Man's like, oh, yeah. That seems like, you know, based on my recollection of how hard IGN was pushing it, like, yeah, we're probably on, like, Explosion Man 6 by now. And it's like, oh, wait, no, we're not. <laughs> And that's why, like, I I feel like it's a weird licensing thing, because Miss Explosion Man has continued, and I want to play it, because I've heard that it improves on it. But, um, yeah, the original, I I kind of feel like it's one of those games that's perfect for a game that tune free play, because it's, I could tie it into a theme somewhere, but also it's one of those games where you play it, you talk about it, it's like, oh yeah, that game! Like, it's, the, it's perfect for that just kind of nondescript, non-themed episode. Uh, yeah. It has a fun soundtrack. It has the quirky donut song. Who doesn't love ukulele music? And yeah. we've still got Miss Explosion Man for our upcoming theme of games in which you explode. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's going to be good. It's, you know, it's going to be something like this will be featured on the show at least one other time. Uh, I like it a lot, David. I, you know, uh, it's pretty cool, pretty fun. I really um, enjoyed that donut song, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it was cute. It was nice. Yeah, I mean, honestly. and it has, like, the, the main soundtrack all has that, like, very... I don't necessarily want to call it jazzy, but it reminds me of Team Fortress 2. Like, it has that kind of, like, ambient feel to it. And then you play the donut song, and it's just like, wait, what? Huh? What? <laughs> awesome. So, uh... Anything else, David, on uh, Explosion Man before we explode into, uh... You know, what, uh, whatever's coming next? No, it's it's a fun, quirky 2D platformer, and then, we can always use more of those. Then let us explode into tonight's lightning round. Lightning round! Well, it's episode 150, folks, and I think you know where my head's at for a lightning round. I have a list of 150 Pokemon <laughs> scrambled up. As, uh, as, you know, scrambled as they can get. I've got the, uh, the names of 150 Pokemon scrambled into funny, silly, stupid anagrams. And we're gonna go through them, and you have to tell me what Pokemon I'm saying all scrambled up. And we're gonna start with David, your first Pokemon all scrambled up. Quilters. Squirtle. That's correct. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> All right. Jesse. Suave Urn. Venusaur. <laughs> God, he's unscrambling wow. him very well. He's correct. Johnny. Reach Lemon. Oh, God, Reach Lemon. John, this lightning round fucking sucks. I got a better idea. What?
Alright, so this game was a launch title for the PS2, and was a completely different style of game than the previous entry in the series. Alright guys, let's uh, see some answers. Alright, let's see here. Uh, John says, Reach Lemon, which is sadly incorrect. Jesse and David both say, Dynasty Warriors 2, which is correct. So yeah, this is Dynasty well Warriors 2. It was a request um, from Mega X Chrono on GDT Radio, or 24-7 Radio VG, uh, VGM radio streaming station. Yeah, check it out at youtube.com slash game that tune. You'll probably run into Mega X Chrono because that guy requests a lot of songs. Is he our number one requester or no? Oh, he's far and away our number one requester. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it ain't even close. Um, and yeah, he, uh, he requested this the other day and uh. I passed that along to Johnny because it's like, you know, this is the first time he's ever explicitly said, like, hey, you guys should add this to the uh, to the radio stream. I'm like, I'm going to give that to Johnny and make a request on our episode 150. Because when it's Dynasty Warriors and it's not in our system, it's like, that feels like an oversight. Because this soundtrack kind of rules. Uh, we've used Fire Emblem Warriors, we've used Hyrule Warriors, but we've not used the actual Dynasty Warriors series at any point in our show. So yeah, say, feels like an oversight. Kind of had Dynasty Warriors on the show. Yeah, maybe if you like <laughs> yeah. squint, we've yeah, had exactly. it. Like. Is that Dynasty Warriors? Because it kind of looks like Link. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's no, a different thing. Um, man, this fucking game. Jesse, I'm guessing you played a lot of Dynasty Warriors in your day, didn't you? Oh hell yeah! Yeah, brother. <laughs> uh, me and me and Anthony 
would fucking play the shit out of these games. We would skip college classes to play this game. <laughs> it was nice. fucking sweet. <laughs> so, uh, you know, tell us, uh, give us the lowdown. You're playing as, uh, you know, magical so, Chinese people. Yeah, it's uh, the romancing of the Three Kingdoms, I believe. Uh, it's like Chinese mythology and stuff. I'm not sure if it's like loosely based on historical events because, um, like you said, there's a lot of magic and stuff involved. Um, early on, the biggest thing you need to know is stay away from Lu Bu. If you see him on the battlefield, just go the other way until you figure out how to play the game because he's going to fuck your shit up. Hmm. Yeah, that's... Um because I, I mainly know of the Warrior series from the Nintendo spin-offs, but, like, what? as I'm sitting... As a, yeah, I know, shocking. <laughs> but as I'm sitting there, like, learning more about these games, every single person seems to be, like, the default is just, okay, who's Lubu in this game? Like, <laughs> yeah. who's the one ridiculous, overpowered, will-fuck-you-up character? So who's the Lubu of Hyrule Warriors, David? Uh, that would be, um... Oh, God, I'm blanking on his name. I think Volka, the, like, Dragon Knight... Oh, okay. I thought you were blanking on Ganondorf. I'm just going to say, shame on you. <laughs> no, it's one of the original characters. I believe his name is Volka, but he's kind of like the dragon knife who serves Sia. Um, nice. I feel the Lu Bu in Hi or, uh, Fire Emblem Warriors is probably... Um, oh, God, it's the samurai from Fire Emblem Fates. Why am I blanking on his name again? <laughs> I'm going to have to look help from us. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, it's like, you all played Fire Emblem Fates, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, I thought that these, you know, I think that a lot of the characters in Dynasty Warriors are supposed to be actual people that lived in China in, like, you know, the second century or whatever. Like, you know, according to Wikipedia, Lu Bu's a real dude. <laughs> yeah. So well, he died, some, in, oh, some he died in 199. <laughs> yeah. Good lord. <laughs> Well, some characters can, like, use magic and stuff, so right. I don't think they could, you know... I mean, I don't know. I wasn't back... I wasn't there around back then. I just think it's interesting. I feel like China is one of the only places where you could have a game like this, where it's, like, actual historical figures, but they're also, like, riding dragons and using magic. I was thinking, like, why don't we have an American Dynasty Warriors? Oh, my God. Like, and it's just, like, presidents? Yes! It's just the Founding Fathers! <laughs> Revolutionary oh. War... <laughs> Benjamin warriors? Franklin like, that would like be a lightning powers. Dude, <laughs> revolutionary warriors would be so fucking cool. <laughs> like, uh. um, very briefly, Ryoma is the ah. Lubu of Fire Emblem Warriors, but now I'm just imagining like Paul Revere using like a Muso <laughs> attack where he summons like a herd of horses to just charge into you. So I'm talking about God, man. I want this to exist. George Washington just grows like a cherry tree and chops it down on your ass. Uh, or <laughs> actually, villager. <laughs> You know, exactly. <laughs> he gets in the uh, gets in the boat and crosses the river, and it just like floods the whole battlefield and it kills everybody. Um, oh my god, I want this so bad. <laughs> Seriously, it seems like this would have been made by now, right? Like it's not it's not offensive to just do a bunch of old presidents beating the shit out of each other, is it? Like, well, I also I, you know. feel like it it might not have been a, a Warriors game specifically, but, like, they've done a European version where they're, like, you could play as Joan of Arc, so, like... Dope. You can go into, like, Western history, which... Yeah. 
Western oh warriors God. and not cowboys. <laughs> Just talking about European history well, warriors. Well, maybe a couple. <laughs> yeah, Dude. a couple cowboys in there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, warriors games are known for having huge casts. Like, you could add in later American historical figures, like, throw in fucking Buffalo Bill or... Yes. Like, Billy the Kid. Yes. Jesse James. Yep. Yeah. I, Oakley. They probably don't want to offend a lot of British people. Um, you know, because... Presumably, revolutionary warriors, you'd just be killing waves and waves of redcoats. Uh, no, uh, there'd be Native Americans. You I was going to say, too. there's also the danger that comes with you know, killing a lot of Native Americans, which... Uh, I mean, just think, whenever you play as Andrew Jackson, you could use... Oh, Calculating computer activity. I, I seriously, like, I really want a Warriors game based upon American history as viewed by a Japanese maker. Like, that yeah. would be amazing. Exactly. And I mean, that's the thing. By adding in things like magic and dragons, it kind of takes uh, takes the sting off of killing all those Indians. <laughs> I would I would honestly rethink that, David, because there's still a lot of weird humor the Japanese have over there that probably wouldn't fly very well anywhere that's, else that's ever. What, like, I mean... Look at the the Japanese, like, the Sunsoft version of the NES Batman game, based off the Batman movie. Now, like, give that team a copy of, like, a high school American history book and say, all right, make a game. I, I don't know what it would be, but I want to play it so bad. Ugh, yeah. I think it'd be kind of dope, man. You know, it, it just depends on the period of time, because, you know, again, like... If you get into, and that's the other thing, if you skirt up against that civil war, then you're getting no. into some oh God, rough no. stuff. No. <laughs> so, you know, it well, needs to be. Well, all the presidents be... before the civil war had slaves too, so. I mean... Yeah, yeah, but just, yeah, like, exactly. That, maybe this isn't a good idea at all. <laughs> no, Abraham Lincoln just plowed out waves after waves of Confederate soldiers. That sounds great. <laughs> He's attacking people with, like, his giant hat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, like, I mean, I don't like know, like. Hat. <laughs> I don't know, like, what time period we're setting this in, but all I know is that we absolutely 100% have to have Teddy Roosevelt as an unlockable character. Dude, yeah, and he's just got, like, super armor. Like, he gets shot and doesn't even phase him. He just keeps <laughs> fighting. Like, he leads the Rough Riders. He's, he's literally a bear. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I was gonna say, like, he has his Muso attack where he just summons, like, the Mount Rushmore side of his face and it just slams in front of him. He just smoky the bears, everybody. <laughs> no, John, no. <laughs> don't, don't drag Teddy Roosevelt into that. <laughs> Can we please make Teddy Roosevelt the new, like, transition phrase? Alright, like, let's Teddy Roosevelt to the calculating computer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh,. So, yeah, I think Dynasty Warriors just gets away with it because we're talking about people that existed, you know, nearly 2,000 years ago. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, you can have those guys, like, casting spells on each other and slashing each other up. Like, you know, there might still be people alive related to, like, I don't know, American people. So, it, you know, it probably wouldn't sit well with, like, George Washington's great-great-great-great-great-grandson or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Fuck, fuck that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ricky Washington, if you're listening right now, fuck you. You're um, an asshole. <laughs> Douche. But anyway, poor Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> Singling out Ricky like this. I can't believe how far we've come. 
<sighs> but, Meanwhile, um, Brittany Washington is like, hey, glad it's not me. You know. yeah, exactly. Oh, no, fuck her, too. <laughs> We're equal opportunity to yeah, fuck her. All those Washington kids. They're all fucked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all those Washington kids. <laughs> <laughs> In that tune where we proudly proclaim Dynasty Warriors 2, pretty fucking great, the George Washington ancestry. <laughs> fuck you. Exactly. Descendants of George Washington, a bunch of assholes. Um... <laughs> Johnny, I think it's time to actually go to the calculating computer. Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Space! Boops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... Jesse Moore. Yeah! He should have won last week, so it's time for him to win this week. Hell yeah. Uh, the fun irony, of course, of doing that uh, fake out lightning round is that we actually could have used a lightning round to end this episode with a tie, but uh, oh well. It's uh, <laughs> it's Jesse's time, man. What a fucking game. What a show. Uh, what a great time. Jesse, what do you got in mind for uh, for the episode or for the theme for our next episode? Well, they announced uh, Borderlands 3, and everyone kind of went bonkers over that. Mm-hmm. So what about uh, games with guns in them? <laughs> I think there might be a couple of those. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, but, you know, gu- you know, guns. Uh, it's, uh, you know, this is going to be a good one for David. I can't wait to see what he picks. <laughs> yeah. Enter the gungeon. <laughs> right. Yeah, I believe that Borderlands trailer. Didn't they say like there's a billion guns in the game or something know, like yeah. that? Like, <laughs> like please be true. <laughs> I hope there's a gun that shoots guns. <laughs> yeah, I mean they showed a walking gun, which was pretty cute. Uh, yeah. So yeah, gun games coming next <laughs> week on Game That Tune. Fantastic gun that tune. Not gonna go there. Um, yeah, it's uh, it should be fun. Man, what an episode, guys. What a great time. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Uh, thank you to everybody who joined us live uh, You know, for our 150th episode spectacular. We're live every Wednesday uh, at Facebook, uh, Twitch, and YouTube.com slash GameThatTune. We appreciate you guys all hanging out with us. Uh, head over to our Discord server and join us there for, uh, for some fun chat. We appreciate you chatting along with us. Thanks to everybody that checks out patreon.com slash game that tune. It's the home for awesome exclusives. Uh, we got GT2 gems. We got covered up. We got uh, mixtapes. We got all kinds of stuff. And you guys just help us out with the show with uh, new equipment and servers and stuff like that. Uh, we got movie commentaries. We got one coming up in a couple wow. of weeks here. We're going to do Psy Wing Commander. It can't <sighs> be worse than Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I. I actually am kind of curious at this point because uh, you know we're entering the dark ages of video game movies here. But, yeah, I, I want to try to find you guys uh, a link of a video compilation of the Wing Commander Four live action clip because those are so much better than the Wing Commander movie, and they have like real actors in them, like Mark Hamill and yeah. stuff is crazy. Yeah, I love it. They took the game and made it into something much, much worse, as seems to be the refrain with video game movies. So join us for that. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to be releasing our Mortal Kombat Annihilation commentary, uh, garbage fire that that was. 
And, uh, you know, yeah, just thank you for checking out Patreon. We appreciate the support. A special thanks to the super fans, Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, all fantastic guys, all, you know, greatly helping the show. Um, thank you for our requests tonight. We got one from uh, Mega X Chrono over at GTT Radio. Make a request there. We might get it. Uh, we got uh, Damien's request in our email, gamethatune at gmail.com. But you can also find us on our Discord server. Uh, make some requests there. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at gamethatune. You can find us individually on Twitter and make requests, talk video game music, talk nonsense, anything. Uh, I'm on Twitter at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at... Don't at me. <laughs> okay. J- you know. JP Regan JR. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, going with... You know, <laughs> are, we, are, we, are we finally entering the Attitude Era of Game That Tune? <laughs> you know, John Regan's you turning find, heel on us. <laughs> you can find John Regan at fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> New edgy Regan for the next 150 <laughs> episodes. Uh, you can find David Fleming on Twitter at... Uh, DFD Fleming. Yes, and you can find Jesse Moore, this week's winner, our 150th winner, on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. My man. What do you got for us for uh, bonus tunes tonight, Jesse? So, a guy who doesn't use a gun, except in video games sometimes, uh, Batman has a pretty, <laughs> has a pretty sweet... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Nintendo game that David actually mentioned that has a really awesome soundtrack, but uh, I found this dude on the internet named um, Banjo Guy Ollie, and he does like banjo covers, <laughs> and it's really good stuff, dude. So uh, it's the first stage of Batman, but all like bluegrassy. It's really good. Uh, that sounds fucking excellent. Thank you, everybody, I, for I, listening. I, Peace out, everybody.
I love that. <clears throat> Bomberman Online is copyright 2001 Hudson Soft Company Limited. The Jungle Book is copyright 1994 Virgin Interactive Entertainment. Yuna Racers is copyright 1994 DMA Design and Nintendo of America Incorporated. Near Automata is copyright 2017 Square Enix Company Limited. Splosion Man is copyright 2009 Twisted Pixel Games. Dynasty Warriors 2 is copyright 2000 Koei Company Limited. Met? Wow. Uh, Wait, you too. Yeah, it's me too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Dingo Inc. Oh, that sounds like an Australian t-shirt company. Uh... Don't tell me, because I will figure this out. I don't care. You're right. God damn it. Bullet Pros. Belt Sprout. He's right. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. V-Mo. It, it's me. Oh, meow. <laughs> yes. Cute X Grog. <laughs> Executor. Yes. Dude Ego. Dude Ego? Fine. Oh, Geodude. Edge Duo. It's Geodude. Oh, Edge Duo is pretty good. Draft Chef. Farfetched. He's right. Shitto. Shitto? That's D's, not T's. Shitto. What? So it's honest? Yeah. In rips. In rips. Hint. Oh, pincer. It's me. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, tell me a second. <laughs> Hands last. Sand slash? <laughs> yes. Yeah. A tangle. Tendo. Last choice. It also describes the Pokemon. Exactly. <laughs> Um, what about a, uh, a rat tat? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Locate yard. Oh, man, that's a long one. That's ten letters. Is that... Do they even have ten letters of Gen 1? <laughs> Actually, this one's got a lot of good anagrams. <laughs> Taco Dearly. That's what I'm naming my next one of these. Don't tell I'm, me. It's not Weedle. <laughs> no, it's not. What the fuck Pokemon had a D, a Y, and a T? Uh, Aerodactyl? Yes! Hey! Wow, <laughs> nice one. Took you a while, I like it. Taco Ruin. Articuno. Yeah! <laughs> um, what about, uh... Oh, where did this just go? Oh, shit. Oh, Cyst Lore. <laughs> Cyst spelled C-Y-S-T? Yes. Cyst Lore. <laughs> It's so gross. It is. Oh, cloister. Yes. Yeah. Do eel. Do like an electric eel covered in dew. Do eel. Oh, Weedle, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. S eel. <laughs> a horse. Breed ill. <laughs> Uh, Ooh, beard eel. <laughs> Cat buzz eel. <laughs> the buzz is the hint. <laughs> like the bee drill. <laughs> no. I like the buzz, right? Yes. <laughs> There's no anagrams for that word that don't involve the word buzz. <laughs> um, you're never gonna guess this is anagram. Okay. <clears throat> do you gong. <laughs> gong do. <laughs> 
It's Dugo. Yeah. Unearth. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I can get it. I know I can get it. What type is it? <laughs> oh, that, that's way too much of a giveaway. <laughs> it, it's a general one? Yes. Okay. Because after general one, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm lost. Oh, yeah, you're done. Uh, man, I, you got me. Say it again. Don't tell me. I want to sit here and figure it out. Unearth. Unearth. This would have been a great lightning round. <laughs> it would have been, man. The show what goes like two hours, round? 50 minutes just from the yeah. lightning round. I'm thoroughly impressed it's taken you all this long. Got me. I can't get it. Don't tell me. I'll figure this out. I got one for you guys after this one. <laughs> I was going to say, we're not there yet. Damn it. <laughs> exactly. Also, Johnny, if yours is come, I will slap you. No. Nope. Oh, I, uh, I got it. Um, Haunter. That's correct. <laughs> oh shit. Alright, and typo. Ponyta! Yeah. L Storm. It's E L. Oh damn it, you got it before oh, I could. It's Moltres. Yeah. <laughs> they called me L Storm. Geld Tit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh Diggle. Yes. Um, leg rink. Kingler. Oh, yeah. Nailed it. Um, acne shy. Chancy. You're right. Um, me log. Need log. No, me, as in like me. Oh. As oh, me. Oh. Yep. <laughs> I like to go for dumb ones. Uh, all right. Macho ninth. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yeah. Thought, you thought it was a laugher and you, you didn't get it yet. Yeah. Oh, the 10 liter one? The max length of a Pokemon name in one. <laughs> oh, um. Hitman Jam. He's got it. He's look up the really long ones. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, these are just falling out of my brain at this point. I'm just putting them in. Pro <laughs> like... low TV. Low without a W. And the first mm. word was throw? Bro. Oh, bro. Voltorb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just had to say it. Karma Ow. No, not Al like the hoot hoot, but Al like you just hit me. Yeah, no, I heard Karma. that. Karma. Marowak. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. I just had to go back. Lance Utter. Oh. Butterfree. <laughs> no? No? Yeah, no. There's no there. L in Butterfree. Oh, if you say it Japanese. <laughs> David, say it again. Lance <laughs> Utter. Okay. Lance Utter. Yeah, there's nothing no B in there, John. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I mean, if you're Japanese and racist. That's a tough it one. Was, it was featured in the anime intro. Firo? Tentacruel! Yes! Yeah! <laughs> Alright. 
I got I got hit the bed. It's getting late for me. Johnny, we haven't done all 150. <laughs> uh, yeah, we should have done all 100, 150 of these. <laughs> yeah, that would have been riveting. <laughs>